Welcome back. This is season two of the podcast, God is Always Popular. I am James M. Allen. My mind is made up, my heart is full, and my soul is powerful. To say I'm excited about season two would be an understatement. Um, It is just a privilege and an honor to be in the position that I am in And I say that not from any other position than I am. I mean, I have uh, discovered so much about myself, knowing who I am through the word of God, the knowledge of God, the wisdom of God, the understanding and the clarity by just growing and asking and seeking for wisdom and that is the ultimate level up if we want to call it that and season one just to recap not just a recap on the episodes but I want to share with you how season one has just changed me as a host well First, change me as a man of God just by listening to my own self and then speaking through this podcast to anyone who is taking the time to listen. God speaks. I know where God is in, in, in my life, in my physical temple, and just being able to access the God in me, knowing that. I am one with he. It's it, it was amazing. And so now here we are in season two and I'm excited. I, I know there's going to be another leap for me and it's a blessing. So with that being said, if you are just tuning in for the very first time to this podcast, there is a complete season one on my Spotify Uh, on my anchor platform you can go to my twitter and you can just look at all the episodes that i've shared click those links and get right to the content you can also go to facebook facebook my personal page that i'm all over every day um and those links may be hard to find there because you got to scroll down to the dates but um you can tap into season one there um just just with season two I hope to get into better production and better uh, distribution of the podcast um, so that it is just easier for people to access. Um, I'm going to try to this season to do some video podcasts where you can actually see my face, my beautiful, amazing, handsome face. But uh, um, uh, that's going to be something that I'm just going to try to just step my game up with this to give people the content uh, that they are used to using it. I mean, used to accessing it, it, it through because everyone uses uh, their phones different, their internet different. They access things different. Some people like podcast audio, some like video, some like long talk, some like short talk. So it's so it's hard to find the right balance to satisfy everyone. But that will be accomplished because I am that. I am accomplishment. So season two, man. Um. I, I knew I wanted to talk about abundance, 
um, and to talk about creation. Um, but I know in God's time, I had to get season one out of me just to break the ice and just talk and just let let loose and just say what was on my heart in scripture. But this season, uh, the abundance season, um, this is going to I'm going to try to really focus in on abundance, pulling it out of scripture, pulling pulling it out of my experiences. And hopefully this year I can get some people to um apply these steps and get back to me about how uh, things are changing in their lives um, hopefully by hearing what I have to say and what God is putting putting in your heart to say and has revealed to you through um, I don't I won't say strategy because it sounds like we're just plotting and planning on uh, trying to make trying to force things but um, just through the way I am trying to give my conversion to you based off my experiences um, and I don't want to get too long on, on not talking about the actual um, uh, story today I mean storyline today but I'm going to say this so hopefully people can understand when I say I am God or I am Jesus or whatever the case may be is that we we all are different we all are unique and no one on this planet is identically the same and with that with the creator making it that way no one will come from God we all come from God the same but no one will, re- will return to him the same meaning that the dash in our life when you're first born and then when we are called home or called to the next level that dash that we're all living in between um, is different for everyone so I had to learn in a short period of time that I can't be on social media um boastfully or appearing to be uh this is the only way to see god and the only way is my way or or how it happened to me and i learned that very quick because i had to embrace all my brothers and sisters out there and respect their path of how they are accessing it everyone will not see it or receive it the way i do with my belief or my experience let me say that my experience that God is alive in my mind primarily and number one and I'll get into that more and more but I have to respect that but just as well I'm hoping that people are receiving my conversion process that's all I'm trying to express to you is not saying that you know I, I, I have a sense of humor that people might not get but I do I do look at Christians kind of funny sometimes and the only reason I do that is because I see what comes out of their mouths which is a direct reflection of their heart and how they and how they act you know especially those Christians out there who are all about Jesus but you are racist you're all about Jesus but you don't you don't like women you don't like gays you you are saying you're a Christian but you're not living it you're not you are not the representation of it so when I hear and see that, you know, it's it's a mockery to to everything that we are called 
that we were already predestined to be. And then we are called to wake up out of this deep sleep to become that which we were predestined to be, you know, because we all have that um, agenda or it is our right to ascend up to our original state. And this flesh that we're living in and walking around in is really not who we are. So I'm woke to that and I'll stand on that. I'll preach that. But I will be this season. (laughs) I will be more sensitive to those who are primarily scripture people or Jesus is external uh, from me. And, you know, and and I just got to get over that and they have to accept what I say. And I have to accept what they say respectfully, because at the end, we are all trying to seek the creator. And so hopefully there's a merger that happens in the story that God is trying to tell us or what he is trying to wake us up to can merge to just one unified message and it is it's kind of like you know i'm i'm an old school cat and it's and it's kind of like voltron and i don't know if you younger dudes or kids or listeners even know about that but but it takes to make voltron it took all of the cats to come together to make this one great body so i see it being like that with the word of god is that i need to open up and listen to my to my brothers and sisters who are really scripture dominant and and Jesus dominant and pull from that and then also stand on my foundation of that the mind is everything to God and that is where God is alive at and that's why God made the mind as powerful as as he did in every single human being walking this planet that is no mistake people but um so season two I'm going to show some growth uh on a on a lot of on a huge scale of just production, delivery uh, style, and just uh, being more prepared and, and, and staying on topic or staying in a series mode rather than letting things pull me uh, off topic. And that'll be hard for me to do because um, I mm, react uh, spiritually to things. Um, and I feel like, honestly, I'm mixed with all the prophets. Like, I'm a little bit of Jonah, a little bit of Elijah, a little bit of, of Daniel, because I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm mad sometimes and want to just burn down a city like Jonah. But then sometimes I'm, I'm Elias, you know, I'm just, I'm just getting the word and just letting you know what God has to, has to say, you know, and, and I'm still finding that. So, um, I encourage all, all you people out there that are trying to be born again in whatever path you are taking do not limit yourself to all of god do not just limit yourself to just one specific thing god is god is multi multi i mean and and there's so many ways to access and to receive him um and and stand strong in that eat knowledge seek everything look outside the bible not 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 to be led astray but just Look at everything that's available. Have have questions. Ask questions. There is nothing wrong with closing your eyes and going deep inside of yourself and asking God why, how, when, where, and read a scripture. Pick up the Bible and, and in that experience, you know, it will come to you. And then that is the best, best path to take. In the meanwhile, people like myself, we are here. I am here. 
And so I hope you are going to join me for season two. Like I said, um, this is the Abundance Series. And let's get it cracking. Let's get right down to how you and me and everyone else in our lives, we are abundant no matter what the circumstance. And so here we go. Season two, episode one. God is always popular. And the first thing I want to say to you about abundance, the very first thing is that in this life, we have to get out of the old mindset. It's always a mindset because that's where everything starts. Everything is born and everything is created that there are other forces in this world that have control over us, over our actions, and over our physical living state. The number one thing is we to be abundant, to get abundance, prosperity in every aspect aspect in life you have to know this one thing and that one thing is there is only God number one there is only God I do not care if you have grown up in a house or in a family or in any situation where they are always saying the devil this, Satan that, the enemy this, or that person, this person, the good or the bad or why does bad happen, you have to get out of that mindset, that mentality, that spiritual death trap of believing that there is anything or that there are other things in this world. Other things in the universe, other things in your life, your mind, your soul, your being, and stop giving any other, stop bringing to life other things. And the reality of all realities is there is only God. Now, even with the other religions or practices, out there um that that or or even in atheism where they are just anti-christ anti-bible and they are science people they are people who just can't get past the fact that god is love and then they come back and say well why is this why did my uh, granny passed away why did this happen why is there war why is there death why is there all these things and they can't get it out of their out of their ignorance and say that there is only God because of these things because there can't be only God a, if, if a God of love, a God of peace, a God of all these great things that we make God to be or that he has revealed himself to be, um, there has to be something else. God is not going to kill. God is not going to do all these things that appear. And I'm, I'm here to tell you that in, uh, I don't know the exact scripture, but uh, in the Old Testament, 
you know, one of the prophets or God is speaking to one of the prophets or through one of the prophets where God says, I kill, I destroy and I make a lie. Right. And I'm going to give you an answer to what I just said before I uh, quoted that scripture about why they why why these things happen and why that. Well, that that scripture pretty much sums it up. Because if there is only God, then there is only God in everything, which means that I am God and you are God. The earth is God. There is only one thing. So I kill, I destroy, and I make alive is literally saying these are the things that you do. Because God nowhere in this earth has built nuclear weapons. God in nowhere in this earth or in, in any creation has caused uh, a fire to happen because of carelessness and burn down the forests and, and kill the animals. God is not doing these things. It is the human race that brings upon affliction and hurt and pain. And it is and, and, and as far as physical things happening to us, there are a sum of things man-made things that has altered the state of life so to the atheists and to the people who just want to stand up there and say oh god is just not real because of all the bad or god is a mean god how can a god of love cause war or how could a god of love kill so many people in the bible and these and so forth and so forth and the actual factual truth is we have control over so many things, but as soon as that control is being misused or abused, the first thing we want to do as humans is come back and say, oh, God ain't willing to save and help people. Well, we were the ones who voted for this and voted for that. And 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 it's kind of like going back to the Old Testament and Samuel when the people wanted a king so bad the, the 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 people of Israel was like oh God everybody else got a king why come we can't have a king and so God was like alright let me show you what that life is like and so they, they, they took up on the beauty and the stature of Saul as just this of just he he represented everything that they saw in their eyes physically but that was not what God was was giving them and what he was showing them. But they wanted it because everybody else had it. And so here they are. They get this king who was not even worthy of anything, who was who was a shell of a man, even though he looked like a giant among the, the, the children of Israel. People want all these things. And then as soon as they get them and then it's not what they thought it was going to be, then all of a sudden it's a problem with God. Is a problem with God not being merciful or God not performing miracles or God not being the God of love, the God of peace, the God of, of blessings, but not realizing if you do not understand that there is only God and that you have the exact dominion since he made it that way in creation in Genesis, you are responsible for that so as long as you don't know that there is only God and you give credit and give away for other things to enter in like this whole myth and this whole 
Satan, the devil is alive and the devil this and the devil that and my enemies this. You are putting that out there for yourself, not God. Because little do y'all know or do, do you not understand even in scripture, Satan does not have any more authority. If you believe in that physical form of Satan, the war in heaven, Satan got cast out and he's this and he's that. He lost twice. God cast him out and beat him, brought him down here, and Jesus did the rest. There is no Satan. There is only God. And God proves that all throughout the Bible. And now, this is where my scripture, brothers and sisters, and I kind of bang heads at. And because I do not see anything that God did in the Bible and the wars and the people that he had, uh, especially in the Old Testament when they were conquering the land and uh uh, you know, Aaron and I mean, these these uh, mighty warriors, you know, Joshua and all these guys were doing their part. And, and, and the Bible is saying, you know, there, there's just endless war taking place because they had to go and conquer the land. And in my message, and I am. I don't. I don't take that literal. Now, if God chose to do that and it was really bodies dropping and it was popping and they was going to war, hey, then that's what it was. But the knowledge and all that, you need to understand and get past it literally and see what God is showing you. That the battle and the bodies that they were dropping were the attacks on the number one asset God gave us. It is the mind. So take that literally all you want, my brothers and sisters. I'm not trying to sit here and debate with you on that no more. I'm above that and past that. What I'm saying to the people who need to understand knowledge and wisdom of God is I'm saying to you is that in the mind of God, those battles that had to be fought, the, the promised land is you living in unison in one mind and one spirit with God. That is the land and the place to live in. That is God's promise from the very beginning. And what it takes to do that is an all-out slaughter of the enemy. And the only enemy is not knowing that there is only God. And so we put these barriers and attacks uh, and we attack ourselves mentally, daily rehearsing negative thoughts, negative habits, negative words, negative social media practice, negative relationship practice, negativity. That is the circle of death. The circle of life is passing on knowledge and understanding that the mind is God. The mind is where God is trying to find each and every single one of us. The scripture is telling you a story and it may have happened on some levels. The Red Sea could have parted. I believe God can do it. So I believe that. But is that where it stops? No, there's like a tunnel of knowledge up under all that scripture. And everyone just wants to stay on the surface of it. They only want to just believe that Genesis was about the creation of plants, trees, animals, and birds, and, and, and Adam and Eve. And when the reality of it, it is God's code. It is the law of God, the knowledge of God, the spirit of God. And when, you, and, and when we say of God, what that means is God is saying to you, it is available to you just like any other educational platform. When you study science, math, history, economics, all these things, there is a knowledge of it. And you can get the knowledge of math, the knowledge of English, the same way God is saying, I am in this. 
And the only way to access me 100% is not with the eyes, it's not with the ears, it's not with, with vain imagining, it's not through fear, it is in the mind. He built a mind so great and so powerful for us that we don't even use it. And so scientists say that we only use 10% of our mind. Well, that 10% of the mind that we use or what they say that we use, 9% of that is probably given over to, to negative, ha negative habitual thought and thinking that leads to someone walking around sleep just in a curse of negativity. The other 90% needs to be awakening the knowledge of God, the wisdom of God, the understanding of God. And this knowledge, wisdom, and understanding is in each and every one of us. So until, so, so, so we can perceive ourselves as blessed. We can perceive ourselves as having money and, 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 and people who are rich will say, oh, I'm, I don't need God or, or I'm, a, I'm already abundant. So why should I? They are looking at it from the standpoint of just what they have in that account, what they have in their car, uh, in their garage, what they wearing. And my job is good. I'm a CEO. I got promoted. And as, and as soon as that all goes away or you save all these millions and billions of dollars and leave it to a to a generation that blows through it and runs through it what was all that for they have gained no knowledge or wisdom of understanding of anything of who they really are but that money they ran through is gone now they have no identity everything you work for your generation is gone in the same way with people who are just trying to acquire more in life every day by trying to just going to work hard and get that promotion and, and get a better house. We all get that. We understand that. But that is not abundance. So there is only God. Now, knowing that there is only God, you can stand bold with me, stand bold in yourself, knowing that if there is only God, then that's, then that's what I am. Then if I am God, I am all these great things in this earth. It has already been set out and made for me. The Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want. He making me to lie down and green. I mean, it is there. My pastures are green. The harvest is ripe. And once we get away from this, knowing that there is only God, you begin to lose, get off, get off the wrong, get off the right track, on the right track by saying, oh, here, here comes the enemy. Um, they talking about me. Oh, I got to... This is, I'm under attack. Y'all pray for me. You just spoke yourself into being attacked by whatever you have in your mind by saying that there is something else out there that is greater. That I got to always be on my knees and in prayer and begging and pleading to be saved. When in reality, you are already saved. And the truth is, there is only God. Now, when I say God, if the first thing you think about is God in the sky, God is here, God is there, and you don't think about yourself or all the goodness in creation, all the knowledge in creation, then you don't understand what I'm talking about. And I hope you do before this series is over with. By saying that there is only God, you are saying that I am all that God is. I have those authorities. I have that life. I have that dominion. I have that word. And I am the word. I am these things. So when I speak it and stand on it, boom, it happens. 5,000 are fed. 4,000 are fed. The blind are healed. 
literally, you can take that literally, or you can say that there is no weapon formed against me that will ever prosper. It cannot, because number one, I don't, I don't even think that, I don't even see the weaponry. All I see is the victory. And there is only God in everything that I do. So even if by chance I get fired, that was a setback for a setup. Even by chance I get sick or I this or these things happen to me, God is showing and moving. And even, even in disappointment, there is only God. You know, the life of Job, I'm going to close with this. The life of Job, um, why people believe that there is Satan is because, you know, in the beginning of that, of that book of Job, you know, there's this little, this little bet going on between God and Satan. So therefore pe people might say to themselves, oh, well, Satan is real because him and God was talking. Well, you know, that's those, that's those literal scripture people that put that narrative out there. Like if Satan was in the Bible, then he's real. But in a sense, Satan is just a adversary of God. And if, and if, and if you are God, what, what that means, if you know God is alive in you mentally, it becomes the adversary of the mind. So the adversary of the mind can be defeated at, at all costs. When you say to yourselves that I know I am made brand new. I know that I am delivered. And once I know that I am God, then there is no enemy. There is only the victory because every time God and Satan had a showdown, God wins. So you may feel like you're being attacked and there's a setback, but ultimately the victory is already won. It is proven all through scripture. So this is season two, the abundant season, the abundant series. And to understand everything coming at you, you must know that there is only God. Believe that, see that, stand on that. And you'll always be victorious. You'll always be abundant. You'll always be able to create what you want to create. Understand this. Have a great day. Be blessed. This is James Allen. I'm signing off. God is always popular. My mind is made up. My heart is full. And my soul is powerful. Peace.